This is Winning with ADHD, a podcast for parents to empower students. Build up your ADHD teens so that they recognize their own talents, creativity, and uniqueness. Get tips and tricks to help overcome executive functioning challenges. Listen to stories and experiences of what worked and what did not. Together, let's find ways to build your child's self-esteem and start winning with ADHD. And now, here's your host, Heather Walker. Hey there, welcome to the Winning with ADHD podcast. We have now reached the month of March, and I'm super excited to share um, a story with you um, of how I was able to compare parenting with ADHD to sledding. So I had the opportunity back in January to go sledding with some of my coworkers, and um, I was excited, but also um, nervous. A um, couple of things about sledding. Um, in case you didn't know, um, you had to be out in the cold, in the snow, um, which are not some of my favorite things. You have to bundle up and wear big, heavy coats and snow gear and all of those kinds of things. Um, and so from that perspective, I wasn't super excited about it because um I prefer warmer weather, but some of the things that happened while we were there, I, as they were happening, I was like, oh my gosh, I can see how these could be connected. So join me on this journey as I compare um, sledding with parenting and specifically with ADHD. So we went up to Soldier Hollow um, here in the mountains in Utah and um we have sledding that's available every year. Um, I had actually tried to go last year and it just didn't work out. This year in particular was extra fun because we've had a ton of snow and um, it's been really cool to um, have so much snow up in the mountains. Um, we need it for water, but also it brings in tourism and so many people here locally enjoy the snow so much. Um, when we got there, I was a little nervous about the fact that sledding um, is kind of a workout, right? Like you have to get all of these winter clothes on, you have to take your tube or your sled and you have to walk up the mountain or the big hill and then you slide down for just like a second of um, fun and then you've got to walk up the hill again. Um, by just walking up the hill alone, you get pretty tired, right? And so it's a lot of work for like just a few seconds of fun sliding down the hill. Um, but when I got there, I was surprised to find out that they have like a little walking escalator, kind of like at the airport where you get on the little escalator um, strip and it drags you up or whatever you want to call it, motorizes you up the hill. And then you get off and you get to go sled down the hill, which was super cool because you didn't have the, I guess, the pain or all of the mental or physical effort to get up the hill or the dread of getting up the hill to have the fun, right? So how am I going to relate this to ADHD? Well, let me tell you. So with ADHD, um, everyday tasks or mundane tasks can, or just tasks in general, can be a lot more taxing on a person with ADHD than um, a neurotypical brain. What does that look like? What does that mean? Um, so let's say taking a shower. 
for many people, that's not that big of a deal. It's like, I just need to get in the shower. Um, I need to do it. It's good for me. I feel clean. I feel better. Um, it's healthy, um, because I'm not as susceptible to germs and, you know, all these other things by not being clean. Um, but for somebody with ADHD, that is a mentally taxing, um, activity. Um, so for example, you have to think about it. It's like getting the energy to get up and get in the shower is mentally taxing. Having to wash your hair might be a sensory overload for many of those with ADHD, um, because oftentimes they have, um, sensory, uh, or, or sensitivities like to sound or touch or different things like that. Um, so that can be really hard for them of, I don't really enjoy this, right? Um, it doesn't feel right. A lot of times like brushing their teeth can be hard because um, of the sensory issues that they might have with the toothbrush in their, in their gums. So kind of like how I was saying that I don't like wearing big bulky things. Like if I have on a big bulky coat, it pulls on my neck, and I usually end up pulling my hair, um, not being able to move the way that I want to move. And I usually end up with a headache. And so it's not an enjoyable experience for me. And so if you can relate that to something that isn't an enjoyable experience for you to say, taking a shower and say, oh, I can understand that maybe um, washing with a washcloth or something like that might not be a good experience for them. Just like for me, wearing a big heavy coat that pulls on my neck and gives me a headache is not an enjoyable experience for me. And so as I was there, I was um, getting ready to, I was, we did tubing or sledding, but with a tube, um, I got my tube and I had to get over and get onto the escalator walk path thing. Um, for any of you who know me really well, you know, that, um, my mom would always say that grace is my middle name is because I don't handle things with eye hand coordination very well. And so trying to get onto the escalator thing is actually a huge challenge for me of when is the right time to step. And then as soon as I step, the fact that it's already moving is difficult for me to keep my balance. And so the one time in particular, I even kind of fell backwards a little bit, but I caught myself, but those are hard things for me. And actually caused me a little bit of anxiety because I don't want to fall and I don't want to embarrass myself in front of my coworkers in this instance. Right. Um, but as I look at that and I think about that with ADHD, there are things that are a challenge for them and they don't want to embarrass themselves or they don't want to, um, fall down and, and be made fun of, or, um, feel embarrassed about how they showed up. And so how could that look like with ADHD? If you are the one that is always struggling to get your assignments turned in, or you're always late and your teacher puts your name up on the wall or pulls a pin or um, puts a paper clip or something like that, um, that could be really hard and make it to where you don't even want to try. Like, I don't even want to step onto the escalator because I know that I'm going to lose my balance and I'm going to be wobbly and I might fall down as the same with ADHD of if you have a lot of maybe anxiety that comes along with going to school because you'll be late and your teacher calls you out. It's like, I don't even want to go to school. I don't even want to step on the escalator. I don't even want to go to school because I know these things will happen and I don't want to be called out. So then as I was 
on the escalator riding up to the top of the hill, um, I did recognize that that escalator was helping me though. Like while there were a couple of places that were, you know, I was wearing big bulky coat and I kind of tripped on the escalator getting on. But then I realized that we can create things like the escalator that make it easier for us to accomplish our goal to get to the top of the mountain, right? Um, in this case, it was the escalator that was helping me be able to get to the top without the physical effort of holding on to my tube and walking up the big mountain in all the bulky clothes. Instead, I got to just stand there. So how does that relate? In this case, these are the things that we can do as parents or educators to help make it a little bit easier for them to be successful. So the escalator is a great way to be successful at sledding because you don't have to put as much physical effort into getting to the top of the hill to slide down it. So what are some things that we can do that could compare to the escalator with ADHD? So examples could be, um, having, uh, if they have sensory issues, maybe they wear gloves while they're helping with the dishes. That would be something that makes it easier. Not that it removes the, in the entire, um, workload or responsibility, but rather makes it a little bit easier. Another example could be that we utilize technology to help make it to where it's not as taxing. So when it comes to schoolwork and you have things that you do at home and getting it turned in, a great example would be how can we turn this in electronically? They still did the work. They still learned the, you know, the material that was being taught. But rather than having to have the taxing mental load of getting the paper into the backpack, from the backpack into the turn-in folder on time, remembering when to turn it in, which class to turn it in on, um, that escalator piece could be, we have now submitted this online, which by the way, is how like 99% of business works today. And so the fact that um, we have to turn in papers at school. While I think there is a place, I think there's also a place for utilizing the technology that we have to be successful. A little side note there is we all use tools to help us be successful. I think a lot of times with ADHD, um, our kids might feel like they're being given special treatment if they do things like turn in an assignment online or through email or something like that, which might be the case. But at the same time, we all use things and technology to help us, right? Right now, we're using technology to be able to listen to content, or maybe the computer that I'm recording this on um, is helping me to be able to share that information. Um, I pay my bills online. I set up auto payments with my bank so that I don't have to think about it. That removes the mental load from me of having to say, wait, when is that due date? Wait, did I miss it? Wait, do I have to, when do I have to do that? Instead, I've utilized technology to make it to where the bill payment goes out every single month and pays, say, my HOA dues or my mortgage or something like that. So those are things that we use as a society that doesn't have a negative um, connotation to it or a negative um, energy around that we're helping somebody. Um, think about those types of things that are help you be successful in paying your bills or 
Um, showing up somewhere on time. You have a calendar that then alerts you that it's 10 minutes away or something like that. So utilizing these types of pieces help us be successful, allows our brain to not have to do as much work around remembering to pay a bill or attend an appointment or things like that. So um, again, back to ADHD, some other things that we can do that help make them be successful in accomplishing what they need to do in riding this escalator would be maybe having them set out their clothes so that they're already there, helping them get their book bag ready to go so that in the morning, everything's ready to go and that they have to get up and eat and grab their book bag and go, that their clothes are already set out. Does that remove the responsibility though, right? I think a lot of times um, from stories that I've heard um, and maybe even some feelings that I've had um, from time to time is that when we create these types of accommodations or escalators within their life and what they need to do, that we are giving them a handout and that we're maybe making it really easy for them. And I want to challenge that if that is um, a thought process that you are currently in, because I believe that the goal is to create success and that we utilize technology or systems and routines to help us get there. And so if I go back to sledding, I could have walked up the hill and I could have sled down it. Would I have had as much fun? I probably would have had as much fun going down the slide as I did um, walking up um, the mountain versus riding the escalator. Was I able to walk away not feeling as um, physically exhausted? Absolutely. I was not physically exhausted from this activity. And if we compare that to mental exhaustion um, that those with ADHD feel with just these everyday tasks that are being done, what can we do to make it to where they don't feel so mentally drained after doing what we would consider just regular tasks so that they have the energy and the mental bandwidth to be able to tackle harder things? So we can make home life easier in regards to um, scheduling. Um, we can make it easier by having sleep routines. We can make it easier by helping them and guiding them to get everything set up and ready to go. We've done it as a family so much that while Emily doesn't necessarily do all of it by herself all the time, she knows what to expect. And so when we get to that point and we remind her, it just kind of happens, right? But that's taken, you know, repetitive um, actions on our part to make that work that way. But that is an example of an escalator is that by creating these routines and being consistent in those habits, it then becomes a second nature to her so that she doesn't have to think really hard about what she's doing. It's just like muscle memory. So that is applied to so many different things. Um, if you've ever played a musical instrument and you've stepped away for a while and then you come back, you can actually just play the music without even really thinking about it, which is kind of mind boggling to think about. But I have experienced that myself when I was in high school and in band where we would play it so much that I'd be in the middle of playing the Star Spangled Banner and I would sit there and I'd think, oh my gosh, where are we in the song? Like, and I'm just playing, right? Um, so by creating those um, opportunities for them to just utilize that muscle memory is a great way to reduce that mental um, load that they're feeling and 
it ultimately creates this experience where they're not as frustrated or maybe melting down as often because some of that, that, um, that workload is being absorbed by routines and systems, these little escalators, right, that we have. So then when you get to the top of the mountain and you go to get off of the escalator, there can be some hard things for especially those of us that have some eye-hand coordination issues. Um, you might struggle and you might have a lot of stress around, okay, when do I step? What if I step at the wrong time? What if I get my tube caught, right? Those things may have happened to me while I was getting off of this little walking escalator. Um, but at the same time, if I look at having had to walk all the way up the um, hill in addition to the heavy coat and having to um, getting on the escalator and off the escalator. When I compare the, the drain that was, that I may have felt was substantially less. And so if my goal is to get to the top of the hill. So then I can then take advantage of the reward of reaching my goal with fewer friction points then I've accomplished my goal. So thinking about that as a parent and um, raising our kids who have ADHD, finding little escalators that they can ride on that get them to the goal of where they are and then being able to recognize and um, be able to um, celebrate those wins. And in this case, that was going down the mountain on the sled. Um, creates those dopamine feeling or those dopamine um, chemicals in their brain that then drives them to want to go and do it again, right? So I wrote down it the first time and, you know, as I was going up, I was like, oh, I don't know how many times I'm going to want to do this, right? But then I wrote down the mountain and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to go do this again, right? And by not having the taxing um, mental load or physical load to be able to get back up to the top to then have that reward, allowing that to happen more often and more frequently allowed us to stack those wins and be able to start to really enjoy ourselves and find the joy in accomplishing these different things. So I hope you liked the analogy that I had for this month um, from my experience a couple months ago in um, going sledding and how we can utilize little mini walking escalators to be able to create success and then allow us to increase the repetition of stacking those wins, right? Because we need that consistent repetition over and over and over again to create a new mindset and experience of what success looks like and how often that happens for you. So if you have a success, but it takes you three months before you get the next success, it's going to be really, really hard to take advantage of that momentum. But if you're able to ride an escalator and maybe make it every two months, and then maybe you get better at it and you're able to do it every month, or maybe you then are able to start even um, going in the repetition more and more and more and start to seeing wins every week, every day, um, in every class that you attend um, is a really, really great way to build up like tons of momentum around um, accomplishing really cool things and being able to establish that pattern of success. Anyway, I hope you guys have a great March and we'll talk soon. 
Winning with ADHD is brought to you by Disrupt ADHD. Head on to disruptadhd.com slash learn more.